Thank you for coming along with us as we journey through Nirmathos. We are having a blast with this story and would love to have you join us live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mildly Heroic. We look forward to seeing you next time on Visions of Feindar. You know, that Kedlos fellow isn't so bad. It was very generous of him to invite us to dine with his crew. Oh, yes. He and I go way back. (laughs) And it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Levi. The pleasure is mine. And again, I'm sorry for frightening you before, Yosef. But when Kedlos told me his plan, I had to see it through. (laughs) All in good fun, I suppose. Or it will pay for this later. (laughs) Oh, you've been a good sport, cousin. Ulrit, I hate to change the subject, but I must know. What happened next with the survivors of Feindar? Ah, yes. Ah, now let's see, where was I? After defeat in the Hobgoblin Assassin, the heroes of Feindar collected themselves, but Tharos was overwhelmed. After coming to, uh, to his senses from being healed by by Orin, um, Badger Theros uh, stirs quickly and he springs up to all fours, still in wild shape. He, he whirls around, looking in all directions and blurting out questions to his companions, panic and anger slowly rising. What happened? Where's Wallace? Where is that monster? Is she dead? Tell me she's dead. Why are you all just staring at me? And that's when he realizes that his current condition, he's, his can, the companions can't understand him. So as he shifts back into his normal form, a rush of clarity and emotion hits him full force. Overwhelmed by it, he runs off into the Fangwood alone. But eventually, after running a hundred yards or so from where he left, he stops and just stands still. He closes his eyes and inhales deeply, then slowly exhales. Torog's tongs, he only ran a hundred yards. He's right there. Someone go talk to him. Theros, are you okay? I've never felt like that before. I... I don't know what came over me. I've never felt such rage. When I looked at her in the eyes, I saw such hatred and cruelty and suffering. And when she struck me, I... I relished the thought of striking back with the same. He lowers his head and stares forward into the Fangwood. I know that her kind has committed unforgivable atrocities, but that pleasure, that satisfaction I felt in lashing back at her, it terrifies me. I don't ever want to feel that again. I hate fighting. I don't ever want to become like... His voice trails off, and his stance returns to a more natural pose, and he turns around and begins walking back towards the camp. I'm sorry for worrying you, he remarks as he passes. She'll kind of grab his arm and say, it's it's kind of like a curse, isn't it? When that anger comes over you and you lose control of yourself. I know that feeling very well. You have to fight it, Theros. I'm not strong enough to fight it. In fact, I embrace it. It makes me who I am. 
I don't know what I'd be without my anger. But you're different. You're kinder than I am. So just be careful. Don't let it take over. Am I? I'm not so sure. I... It's... It's... Something I've... Tried to understand my entire life, but I don't... I don't get it. But I suppose you're right. I guess we'll just have to see what fate brings. And he just continues walking without saying anything else. The party returned to their camp, where they had to confront the panic-stricken and angry survivors. Did you just say that you wanted us to stay calm? You hid the fact that Zef died at first because you didn't want us to panic. And that went real well, didn't it? Because I'm certainly not panicking right now. I want to see him. I don't know if that's best. I don't care what you think. What, what is that going to accomplish, Li Feng? Why do you want to see him? You've all been keeping enough information from us for a while, and I just want to see it for myself. What do you want to know? I will tell you anything you want to know. He's just going to keep yelling. He's just going to keep saying, Just let me see him! After everything we've done for you people, none of us, none of us have any ties to you. We've protected all of you. We got you out of that town during the attack, and we've done our best to secure a place for you guys to stay. How dare you yell at us? Li Fang, Sir the Hoodwall is dead. That is true. And we will not hide anything from you. What Oren says is right. And we have been trying our best and we have not been perfect. That is true. But here, and he throws it on the ground. We have slayed this one. Some scout or something, I do not know. She is dead. And these caves, where we're going to take you, they are safe. So I understand why you're mad. But a new leaf has been turned. We will do our best. We will bury Sir Duhudwal, and we will honor his life. I have nothing more to say. We have nothing more to do. We can't fight amongst ourselves. The real enemy is there. Do not lose sight of that. I know how you feel, Yifeng. I do. Do you know how many times I have let that anger consume me? It does no good to us now. It won't bring... Dahoodball back. I won't bring Zeph back. But if you need someone to take your anger out on, then do it to me, not to Auburn. Not to anyone else. It's not worth it. But if you really need someone to be angry at, then be angry at me. Because I didn't tell you that Zeph died. I didn't tell any of you that Zeph died. And that was wrong, and I'm sorry. But if we let this tear us apart, then one by one, we're going to get picked off. And we're all going to die. And I don't want that. I've seen enough of death. I've seen enough of sadness and grief. And I'm so very tired of it. So I'm asking you to just trust us one last time. We are so close. 
We are so close to being somewhere that will be safe for us. So just trust us this one last time. I am not good with words, but I have seen Niari speak kindly of someone at a moment like this before. I will do my best. I did not know to hood well well, but I know that he dreamed of a better future. And so I pray to all the gods that we can make the future he dreamed of a reality, something real. Let this be the last one. We are missing a bit of our light in the camp now. He was that light. So now the responsibility falls to all of us to carry his light forward and to not give in to grief and despair because that was not like him and we will not do him any justice by falling into that well. So from here on out, we will carry hope with us and we will prevail even if it costs me my life we will prevail after holding a funeral for Sir de Hoodwall the company of survivors marched onward toward the caves while traversing through a ravine they were ambushed by a group of hobgoblins enemy archers fired the heroes drew their weapons and fought to defend their companions. After bravely defeating their melee combatants, the hobgoblin archers fled and disappeared into the fanwood. The survivors continued to the caves and settled in. Oren ventured down to the forge, and upon doing so, met a traveling merchant from the Darklands. The party secured some supplies and decided to set out once again, exploring to the south. As they travelled down towards the Kalid Shrine, Pharos and Orin spelled what they assumed to be the beginning embers of a forest fire. Hoping to catch it before it spread further, they scouted at source and uncovered a party of hobgoblins. Will they be able to stop the blaze in time, or will the hobgoblins overpower them? I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, uh, real quick before we go into this next uh, next scene here, some revelations were had over the last week, and I realized that I was right the first time uh, when I reread the calendar. I noticed that it was indeed a moonless night coming up and I completely forgot that it was the goal to get there on a moonless night and so everything kind of got mumbled up there so retconning a little bit of stuff basically the group headed out in the direction of the Kellid Shrine with Ilika and and Rina in tow hoping to uh, cure Ilika once they got there However, once they woke up in the day and they and along their travels, it had stormed the night before and it was still very cloudy. They realized they wouldn't be able to do the ritual on so cloudy a night. So they, when they were getting close, realizing that they also saw smoke off in the distance headed in that direction. 
and then one thing leads to another and we pick up the same way that we were before uh luckily we were able to come up with a retcon that made sense (laughs) and uh didn't conflict with anything too much so they will most likely be heading there on the way back but we'll see how things go here now jumping back into the immediate uh encounter here i believe that aiden had scouted slightly ahead of the group is that right josh Okay. So he had gone yeah. slightly ahead of the group, 30, 40 feet, something like that. Not too far out of, out of the way, but enough that he uh, didn't have to worry about a group of people giving up too much noise. However, as he approached the source of this fire and started to hear some grumbling in the distance of the goblin tongue, he was spotted by several of the combatants here, actually, who all rolled rather well on their perception checks and i'll move us all to the to the map in question oh my (laughs) (laughs) there's orbs of fire great balls of fire yep as you can see (laughs) as you can see there's a, a a number of fires going on those are basically uh trees that have been caught fire um and i didn't i didn't can actually see this a lot of these trees are just small, like con- compared to the larger trees of the Fangwood. These are pretty small, and uh, given that it had stormed the night before, they're not catching very easily. So the fire has not spread quite as much as these goblins and hobgoblins would probably have liked it to. So, oh goodness, I'm looking in the chat now. <laughs> Don't Sorry, do that. I, That's a terrible idea. It's a bad idea. So while you were all talking, I got inspired and had crafted a limerick. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> but you can go. We don't have to read it. It's fine. We're all bards now. <laughs> well, uh, I think the only thing left to do is to roll initiative on this here. Because you have been spotted, Aiden, and you definitely see them. Can, so can I think the up? way we're going to do it is it's not going to be a surprise round. It's just going to be full initiative and everybody will join in on the second round because they are one round distance behind you. Okay. So effectively their round in combat will be getting to where they currently are on the map. All right. Cool, cool. And cool, then cool. I'll just act one full round ahead of the rest of the one for now. Yep. Basically. I noted I bought an iron stone, so my. Jason, can you blow this up for us just out of curiosity? I want to see what that thing looks like. Yep, we'll do. Just one second. I'm. Is that a little a little regular goblin? There's really no way to know, but maybe. (gasps) Ooh. And Theros got a ten. Okay. Cue the goblin song from Rise of the Rune Lords. That one looks like a cyclops. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, wow! Look at that guy! Wow! Yep. Goblin, hobgoblin, side by side, huh? Yep. Interesting. Cats and dogs, pure petroleum. <laughs> aren't hobgoblins just like the Spartans of the goblin race? That's <laughs> a that's a decent. <laughs> Sammy says yeah. it's Baby Yoda. <laughs> what no, the, what, what frog Yoda. eggs see when they see Baby Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got layers. That's good. <laughs> Starting out our combat, Aiden, you actually are going first with your uh, 22 initiative there. 
Oh, all right. So even though I got spotted, I guess I'll get the jump. Yeah, you were stocking up on them, so you were ready to go, yeah. Um, in that case, I will go ahead and whip out my bow and okay. rapid shot two of them, hopefully. Which um, two? I'm going to aim at this little guy to start. Okay, so you're aiming at the goblin. And hopefully, if that doesn't kill him, I'll lose a second arrow. If it does, I'll go to that one. Okay. Um, let me make sure I have everything on here. Don't need power attack, because that's not how this works. Favorite terrain, not favorite enemy, rapid shot. Here we are. And I'm not firing into melee, thankfully, so this is looking good. I think he's in melee with his friend. No. Can you imagine if that's how it worked? <laughs> That'd be right, so, so exploitable. Two 18s. So. Okay. Uh, 18 against the goblin hits for 12 points of damage. He does go down. Yep. Amazing. Goblins are not known for having much HP. Just, and then... Yeah, who's the second against, attack? Against this guy. 18 again. Okay. Second attack against the guy right next to him. 18 will hit again. He takes 11. He's still up. Hobgoblins are a bit more hardy. Sure, but uh, immediately noticing that he's been spotted, Aiden just (laughs) loses two arrows and and five foot steps and ducks behind that. I'm assuming that's a tree. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so (laughs) realizing he's been compromised, taking one of the the goblins down as he does and sinking an arrow into the other. Whew, that wasn't bad, actually. (laughs) I I was expecting that to be a lot worse. No, it was a very good opening. Uh, Next up, it would be Nayari. So effectively, Nayari, uh, you are one round distance, so it would be your round to run up onto the map here where you're at there. So that is your round for this uh, particular cycle of combat. Next round, you will start in that spot. Or I guess you could start... You could probably place yourself anywhere within, like, five feet of that... Of where the four of you are. Just somewhere in that area is where you pop up next round. Is it because I'm faster? Well, yes, and also because I just randomly put you guys in the corner there. So just somewhere nearby that spot is fine. And after you, it's going to be this heavily armored-looking hobgoblin over here who is going to move over yonder over here and then take a shot with a crossbow at Aiden. I think uh, he's got... Do I have partial cover, or does he got clear enough line of sight? I had just arbitrarily moved him over there, thinking he'd have full line. Um, he might have more. Is there somewhere he... else that he would have to be to get full line of sight, or uh, he has to have access to all of them? So okay, probably not. But it, you could also just say, since only one corner he doesn't have access to, you could give him like just one instead of two, maybe. Sure, we can go with that. I, I don't think that's actually how it works, but I think I'm okay with that. Oh, it, it's definitely not how it works, but right. uh, it does not matter because it was only a 15 to hit. Awesome. So, yeah, as he ducks around, it comes and hits right there uh, in the tree <laughs> that he ducks behind. 
And then you hear that hobgoblin yell something out, and then the wolf begins to move. And if I'm not mistaken, the wolf has some amazing movement. Don't cry for the wolf, man. (laughs) So it's not quite enough movement to get there in one... Actually, yeah, charge isn't going to work because that one tree stump is just in the way. So it's going to double move up into position, but... Yeah, it can't get there in one in one movement, but it will get up into position against you. That'll be their turn. Orin, on your turn, you would have run up to thereabouts on the map in the corner there. And then after Orin, it is the goblins. One of them is dead. One of them is not dead. The one who is not dead is going to start running over here into the fire because it realizes that the situation is hopeless (laughs) almost Uh, (laughs) goblins are known for their wonderful decision making skills (laughs) thanks for the follow Justin Kyle 11 oh awesome (laughs) thanks so much and then after that it would be Theros and Volus who again they take their round to move up onto the map thereabouts in the corner And last in this round of initiative are the normal hobgoblins who are going to run up into some positions here. Like so. And then this one's going to move over. Um, Yeah, he'll move over here. And I almost want him to make a shot at you but I I don't think he would try that because you're in melee and you have cover that's not really a great idea so he's going to stay there and he's gonna just do that that's it top of round two Aiden you're up again you're now flanked by a wolf and a hobgoblin you've got your bow out what are you gonna do well we are going to drop it and switch to the yeah, the great sword. I was uh, looking at somewhere else. The one that had the arrow in it, is that one here or here? That, uh, the one who you shot, I believe, is this one down here, not in melee with you. Okay, awesome. Um, so, and this wall is blocking me from five foot stepping to there, right? Yeah, that tree is, is in your way. Okay, awesome. Um, Peter, when trees not- jump in the way. Yeah, in that case, let's do our best to take care of the wolf right away. That's what we're going to do. We're going to come down on him. 18 to hit. So you pulled out your greatsword? I did. Okay. Uh, 18 will hit. 14 14 damage. Okay. It's a big hit. That's good. It's still up. Um, and then he'll five foot step to there. Okay. Mm, actually, that's terrifying. But <laughs> he has to. Yeah, he has to. Okay. Nayari, you're up. Alrighty. I'm going to. Where am I? Keep clicking on Chrome. I'm not on Chrome, I'm on Edge. So, I'm going to. Um, I don't know if I can do this. 
This is really stupid, but I'm gonna charge the guy in the back. Oh, that'll provoke twice. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Okay. If you want to risk provoking, that's fine by me. So it'll provoke from one hobgoblin and one wolf. Uh, your AC goes down the moment you begin your charge. So just keep that in mm-hmm. mind. Yep, I put the charge condition on, so we good. We'll do the wolf first. Um, I don't know what it's to hit is. I doubt it. That is a 12. Does not hit. And then the hobgoblin... It's a little bit better. Uh, That is a 16. That one hits. Okay. It deals four points of damage. Okay. I did fix her wisdom damage, right? (laughs) Listen, I'm still part barbarian. (laughs) Um, Alright. I will make an attack with my battle axe. There's an 18 to hit. 18 is going to miss. Okay. The heavily armored one back here has got a... It's the boss? Yes. Okay. Uh, That's my turn. Chonky boy. And the charge stays on until the beginning of my turn, correct? Correct, yes. And it is that one's turn, that one and the wolf at least. So that one is going to take... It's going to drop the uh, bow pull out a scimitar and take a swing at you. Okay. 20. Yes. Okay, that is going to be another seven points of damage. Okay. And it is just gonna stay there, I think. Okay. The wolf is gonna... Yeah, the wolf's not smart enough to do that level of tactics. It's just going to five-foot step up and, and take a, a bite at Aiden. Let me take a look at the wolf here. You could always treat it as uh, charge rules, too, because technically that's what the wolf probably is doing. You could just roll a 50% in the future. Well, I, he didn't have 10 feet to charge, I don't think. Yeah, I know. I just meant like as far as if it's distant, you can just randomly... Oh, no. I wanted... I was thinking about having him move around into flanking, but I was like, nah, the wolf... The wolf's not gonna know how to do that. Right, right. I understand now. So just a normal wolf attack, natural two, that's gonna miss. Oh, dear. And next up, it is Orin. Yeah. Feeling good about this one? Mm. Feeling good about all of them. (laughs) We're, we're, We're the best team ever. Hey. Somebody say we're the Torag, team. Torag willing. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna I get better bonuses against hobgoblins. Hang on, I'm planning where I wanna go. <clears throat> I see you're desperately trying to find a way to get into flanking with somebody. I really am. <laughs> I can the wolf. I can the wolf, but I can't the hobgoblin, and I get better to hit with the hobgoblin, but the wolf's already injured. Ah! Well, I'm not sure if you can get into flanking with the wolf because the tree stump right. is technically an obstacle there. Yeah, I can. 30 feet exactly to get to it. 
Well, you'd have to go around the tree, is what he's saying. Yeah, so but if have... I. Yeah, exactly. Exactly how you just did it. Yeah. You'll provoke if you did that. Oh, yeah. Because I have to go through that square. Yeah. Well, you know what? I want to slap the hobgoblin anyway. Okay. All right. So you're moving up to that space. So if you move to that space, you'll provoke once. Oh, that's right. Sorry. You can move to this square just yep. above Aiden, and that would yep. not provoke. Okay. So you run over there, and you can make an attack. Get a hit. <laughs> or not. Orin's gonna Orin. Unfortunately, Orin's gonna no. Orin with his inflatable hammer. His, his critical failure is not gonna hit. No. <laughs> That's a 30 hit. Your critical failure. Well, that is <laughs> Orin's turn. Next up, it is the the wee little goblin down here. No. He is going to frantically run uh, into the fire. Throw his his bow. I think he had his bow out. He's going to throw his short bow to the side and pull out his short sword as he moves up into flanking with Nayari. Can you make generic goblin noises for me? <laughs> Master! Ah! Master! Ah! Master is giving Dobby a block! <laughs> I'm going to kill you! Can you sing the goblin rhyme? I love the goblin rhyme. Dolby is a free elf. I think the goblin <laughs> rhyme is is exclusive to the Sandpoint goblins. Um, it might be. No, it's probably not. I don't think it is, though. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just a goblin rhyme. It, it probably is just like a random goblin song. Anyways, no, I'm not going to make those noises. Um, all right, I'll make them. Yeah, you can you can make them. Feel free to make all the noises you want. I will. <laughs> uh, but it is, it is going to make an attack with its short sword with flanking. Uh, that's only a 15. No, sir. <laughs> he swings about seven times at you, and, and most of them are wildly inaccurate. <laughs> Theros and Volus, you're up. Curse it, long legs! <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Theros... <laughs> is going to run up to Orin and cast Guidance on him to hopefully, you know, so he doesn't roll another one. He's going to whisper that. <laughs> right. Hopefully you don't roll the number one next time. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, yeah. uh, so you, you run up there and cast that on him. Okay. And then he's going to take Five foot step back. Uh, you can't because you had to move, and you can't five foot step in the same turn that you do another movement. All right, I'm still yep. catching on to this. <laughs> then maybe I would have just moved here and cast guidance. How about that? Can I retcon that? Uh, that's a tree stump. You can move into the position you were. Oh yeah, that is a tree uh, stump. He jumped yeah. up on the tree stump and just. Yes, yeah, so you can move to like this one or the one that you're at. To we'll be adjacent and cast it, it here. We'll just call it good there. Okay. Where I'm at, and Volus is going to. He'll have called for Volus to attack the wolf. Okay. Roll his one attack. And here he comes, his bite. That is a 20 to hit. 20 Six will damage. hit. And it goes down. 
Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Nice. Nice job. Now let's go save the barbarian. Nice. Okay, that is Theros and Voltless's turn. It is now the Hobgoblin's turns. Those bad and boys. getting into flanking is probably... I mean, like, they could... Kind of, but that would be a bit annoying to do, so they're not going to. One's just going to move actually around this stump to attack Volus in that direction, and the other one is going to move down one step and attack Iden. So we will do the attack against Volus first. Then natural two misses. Of course. Attack against Iden. Natural one misses. Wow, you just been having all the luck today. Yeah, I mean, I, I did hit Nayari, so you that know, counts for something. You know that means when you we go to the shrine, we're going to get hit hard. <laughs> you did uh, hobgoblin voices, Jason? <laughs> I haven't done hobgoblin voices at all. Now you're suddenly asking me to do, like, hobgoblin battle noises? <laughs> I was just, I just wondering. I was just asking. It's out of nowhere. <laughs> Iden, it's your turn. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I love that you guys are just in a little line. Yeah, I was going to say, are you, sure like a conga you, line? are you sure this one didn't want to attack me too? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure. You were pretty sure? Like on a scale, you were pretty positive about it. Yeah, he wanted to attack Volus. Okay. Well, I'm going to attack the one in front of me. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen is just gonna hit. Nineteen slashing damage, and that's the one that had not been injured yet, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he still goes down. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> so I don't slice off his head, but I do slice across his chest. Then as he goes down, and this is amazing because <laughs> I have the complement of my movement still. So I'm gonna go. Was it Josh or Sarah that had a lot of caffeine today? I can't tell. I drank a monster right off, right after I got off work. <laughs> oh, that would stab my heart. <laughs> I would do it there. It was the second half of a monster. So I had an energy drink for lunch because I needed it. And then I had to finish it later because I didn't want it to go flat or bad. So that was the situation. To compare, I had a bottle of water when I got done with work today. So. <laughs> Hey, I like water too. You just I... compare the two lifestyles there. <laughs> <laughs> just to bring it full circle, you know, I did a little bump of cocaine before I hopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to go. That's what you meant when you had familial obligations. <laughs> okay. Okay. How do you think he had to stay awake to go pick up his kids? I understand. Yeah, okay. Clearly. It We're going to need upper. to do an intervention. <laughs> so, Aiden runs down a little bit further in, and Nayari, it's your turn. You're flanked. What are you going to do? Me? Oh, hello. I am going to rage and uh, remembering now that I cannot use my destined strike unless I am raging. I, I shall like do that. Okay, so you Add go into a rage. With a little bonus as well. Do your destined strike. Who are you attacking? Uh, armored 
Big guy. Okay. Yep. Big guy. Yep. Is it a guy? Yes. Okay. Favored enemy goblinoid? That's not true. Oh, no. I knew. I knew. Even before I rolled, I said, this is a plus 13 on this roll, and I'm going to fumble. Hey. I blame you, Edge. What a sad day. That's true. It is Edge's fault. It's Edge's fault. Such a such a sad day. Do you want to move or do anything else? What you'd like that, wouldn't you? You just give me options. Can I step there? Uh, sure. It's mostly open. Yeah. My only other option is in the fire, and I don't want to do that. Oh, there is a tree, so you can't go into the fire. Oh, <laughs> I could climb up on it. I suppose that is an option you could do. Yeah. Yeah, take 1d6 flame damage a turn, but yeah, no big deal. Okay, so it is now the armored guy's turn. He's going to... Yeah, he's going to take a swipe at you. There's no need for him to move or do anything fancy. You're still within range. Nope, that's only a 10 to hit. That's going to miss. Wow, Jace, you have just not been on it lately. Holy cow. We'll see. <laughs> Oren, you're up. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, um... Charge, you get double movement, right? Yes. Yep. Could I do that? Is that a thing? I think Because so. we, we've looked this up a couple times. Dead, Dead bodies, bodies hinder, I'm pretty do sure. Do not hinder a charge. Right, just I smash think. through them as you're running. Correct. Yeah. Um, so you could charge to though. this corner here. Because yeah, typically you have to on a charge, the... you have to do the closest available. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have to go the shortest distance. Yeah. All right. Um, as far as I can tell, yeah, you can charge down there. You get double your movement and you get your charge attack off. So that's a yeah. plus two to hit and minus two to AC. Oh, well, that'll you hit. Yo. And there that hobgoblin go. is dead. Yeah. How do you do it with your hammer? Huh? Oh, so I don't slow down during the charge, and I just clothesline him with the hammer as I'm yeah. going by him. You know, like a baseball swing kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Does his head go flying, Jason? Absolutely. It's probably the same size, flying. too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the image is, is pretty cool as he just kind of swies by with his with like full charge and hits him with the thing, and the goblin's head just kind of like takes the body of the impact and then whoosh, detaches and just goes flying like a baseball bat, like you said. Oh, beautiful. All right. Very good turn from Orin there. Next up, it is Theros and Volus. Nice. Turn. I just want to say it was probably my guidance that uh, helped Orin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't applied, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's good you didn't apply it. Theros is going to let's, uh, move. Hmm. I love that you Spend all were like, movement. oh, Volus can handle this guy. We're just going to leave. <laughs> Spend his full he's, movement he's got it under to go here he's to set up flanking for Volus. Okay. And then Volus. Yep, five foot step down, and he mm-hmm. can get all his attacks Full off. attack on this hobby here. 
spikes. Who's Very nice. Too close. Oh, Too close. Oh, 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 oh my God. There. So the first one is a confirmed critical. The second one hits, and the third one is a hit, but not a crit. Wow. So that's going to be a total of 13, 17, 22 points of damage. Wow. And, and, and that and one is super duper duper dead. Great play. Setting up flanking with Theros. It's classic, classic animal companion tactics, but it's uh, it's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Right the, I didn't like put in the calculation so that 17 wouldn't, wouldn't have hit either with the flanking. No, it did. It's oh, dead. no, all three of them hit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. I missed They're one. all very dead. <laughs> okay, that was a very, very devastating turn for Volus. That guy, that guy had been injured before, so he's at like minus fifteen. Nice and and very dead. Top of round four, we have Iden. Only yes. one of these things left. And I'm going to do it. I have a straight line here. Um, I was just checking to make sure um, yep. it wasn't my turn. So I'm going to run in full charge, taking in the playbook out of Warren, and uh, going to try to come down on this thing. Uh, I do have charge put in here. So what comes up will be the results. Okay. Oh. 18 is going to miss. No, I really wanted that to hit. Ah, it's it's fair. It's all fair. Very close, but not quite enough. Did I need a ninth? Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Did I need, did I need a... Don't tell me. Nayara, you are up next. You see Aiden uh, charge up with a, an overhead swing, and this hobgoblin backs up just enough for it to miss. It's right in front of you. What are you going to do? I will... Hit it. Okay, you will try to hit it. I will succeed. That's right. Speak speak your truth. Yeah. Speak my truth. I'm gonna crit. With confidence, Sarah. Oh, natural <laughs> one again. Yes, you are. You are going to crit. Why? Why, Roll20? Do you hate yeah. me so? People are going to be seems drunk like the truth, from the honestly. drinking game already. <laughs> How prophetic. Oh, oh my god. Sarah, you gotta, you gotta speak with more confidence. I'm just I gonna will. leave. Just a reminder, everybody like... watching, here's the drinking game stuff, so as you can see, there's one for uh, Nayari missing a buffed attack, so have that. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. You grab something yeah. next week. <laughs> what, are, like, what are the odds? I mean, I... One in twenty. One in twenty, generally speaking. <laughs> back to back, though. <laughs> one, one in, in four. Twenty times twenty. Four hundred. Four hundred. Is that how that works? Yeah, I don't that's know. How it works. I don't it's know. Been a long time since I took combinatorics, and I got a forty-three on that first that test. So. I don't math. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of you guys have gone, and luckily this thing is still standing uninjured at this <sighs> point. It probably has a name. This thing. This we'll thing might have crits. a name. Well, unfortunately, well, no. oh, that's right. We don't cards. use crit cards. Sarah, don't get so 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 ambitious. It's going to take an attack. At, at this point, might as well do a do a roll here. So evens. Yeah. We'll say Nayari odds Iden. Hopefully, roll it's a three. Aiden. So that's oh, going right. to be against Iden. All right, come at me. So one scimitar attack. It Ooh, makes there, sense. There we go. Natural twenty. Ooh. Hey, it's, it's not me for once. 
<laughs> you know what's good too though tactically it makes sense to do me because i just charged so i have lower ac so he probably oh, would know that. there we go natural 18 on no sorry natural 16 on the confirm but that's still a 22 so yeah it's a confirmed critical that's a confirmed critical Six and Aiden dies and then Aiden dies don't say that please don't say that please don't say that, that it's is... a times four scythe no oh, it's yeah. only a scimitar so it crits on an 18 to 20 but that is 10 points of damage alright I will take it that's honestly not that bad that could have been worse yeah especially since been... it did 7 <laughs> points of damage on a normal hit to me could have right? been a lot worse that could have been a lot worse really, yeah. really like out there for sure and I think the way that the rules work is that he can't 5 foot step back here because that would be around a corner that is technically how... that's how they work Jace so technically you're the gm so you can say i'm gonna do this and i don't care you could also just say that that's not really a tree (laughs) that one's just i was was wondering if i'd allow it because it's like half open but i was like nah he's just gonna go the other way it's fine (laughs) so he'll he'll i'll just say he's kind of backed into a a tree there so he's gonna five foot step over and that'll be his turn or in europe i saw you drawing a distance there take it away is that legal did you see what I did? Can yeah, I, do I think that? so. You can, All right. I think you can run around and get behind him, yeah. Technically get right there. All right, and I'm going to wow. use my guidance on the attack yeah. Beautiful. Guidance flanking. <clears throat> Plus favorite enemy. So, hey, yeah. guys, our combat has come together today. Good. Your rolls haven't, but okay. 24, <laughs> that'll hit. First damage. For seven points of damage, nice, not bad, not bad. Yeah, that's a that's a high roll. Uh, Warhammer doesn't crit on an eighteen. Is a twenty or a oh no? I think I think is nice. hammers hammers in general. I think are twenty times three. Oh okay okay that yeah makes, that makes sense. Hammers and axes I think are all I'm more or less. I appreciate sure that you're right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's how my greatsword is too. <laughs> greatsword is ninety to twenty times two. Oh, okay. Uh, yep, I have a lot of useless weapon drill. information in my head, yep. so that's a lot. Yeah, like, I think I have scimitars. Like under, like I understood their role, but I wouldn't know the numbers off the top of my head. Theros and Volus, you guys are uh, a ways away, but Volus can close the distance. I think might be able to. Yeah, he's got forty feet. Five. Yeah, we'll see. He might be able yeah. to make it. Yeah. He can charge even if he if Jason will let him around that corner. Eh, I probably wouldn't. Okay, well. I think we I think I we talked about it. I, I I remember rewatching one of the episodes, and we weren't sure if there was a, a trick you needed to actually do a, a full on tactical charge. Oh, for Volus. Yeah, we did talk about that. We should look it up. <laughs> I don't know, but regardless, he can get into position and make an attack just fine. Yeah, just fine. With his insane movement speed, gets one bite off. And then Theros is going to take a little bit of a jaunt around there to get just above Aiden a couple bit. And uh, Volus will do one attack. Yep, one attack. Go ahead. 13. Nope, that's not going to do it. He goes to to bite at this creature, but his jaws go around the armor and he's not able to penetrate into the flesh top of the round again we have Aiden you're now flanking I am now flanking and I'm no longer charging however correct yes okay because I get the plus two without the minus two so it's pretty good 
And I've got it programmed in there. So once again, what you see is what you get. That's how okay. it is. The old Aiden man. Okay. Not much depth to him. <laughs> Just kidding. Bye. 23. 23 will hit for 20 points of damage. Yikes. <laughs> Still up. So this is a great sword. And I realize technically it does slashing damage, sure. But I have not done enough like thrust or, or anything like that. So he's going to kind of like stab into him as he tries. And maybe he like definitely dodges, but it you know mechanically does HP damage. But he's this close to death if he hadn't kind of thing. Yeah, you, you level your great sword and you lunge forward, stabbing into this creature. Uh, and since yeah. the lo- since the great sword is so long, you also hit Aiden, uh, not Aiden, Oren, standing directly behind <laughs> him. Yeah, yes. And, I uh, and they're, they're, both, both of us. they're yeah. both hit by that. Hey, damage. you want to give me reach? I'll take it. Uh, you know, we can, <laughs> we can nah. play that game, Jace. Dwarf Hob nah. Shish Kebab. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Kind of like Ike from Fire Emblem as he like takes his stance that boom plows in. Nayari, you're up. This guy is still on his feet. He's wavering a bit, but he's still conscious. I'm just waiting to take all the glory at the very end. <laughs> That's that was her strat all along. Twenty-seven to 27 hit. Twenty-seven will hit with nine points of slashing damage. And he was at zero, and he is now unconscious and dying. Uh, I told you I'd be the MVP of this fight. I got him down to zero. I got him down to zero. Yeah, he had 27 hit points. He got hit for seven, and then he got hit for 20. So he was at zero. So I'm going to retcon it. He did stab him successfully, and then Niari comes and finishes him off as he's, like, pinned dealing with it. She just zoom! Can she behead him? Can she do that? Sure, why not, right? That's up to her. Yeah, how do you want to do it, Sarah? Right down the middle. <laughs> and by oh, down, God. I mean across. Oh, terrifying guy. Oh. So yeah, he really... He really. But actually, I didn't kill him below his con, so technically not bisected, but... Sure, but you could coup de grace him next turn, so you could just kill yeah. him. Yeah. He is the last combatant. You guys are now out of combat. You could go around and and finish them off but you do notice that there are half a dozen or so fires around you that are like trying to catch on you notice you look at these trees and it looks like they probably spread some kind of oil or or some other accelerant on them to try to get them to catch fire because otherwise the the wet wood and leaves just there was no way they were going to get anything started so these these trees are burning uh you can do your best to try to put them out, or you can just let the forest burn down. It's up to you guys. <laughs> no. Yeah. Orin and uh, and and uh, Theros are just like casting create water on trees. How does that work? Do you have to have a container for the water, or can you just cast it and water would just splash? Like, what would happen? How does that work? I'm not sure. Uh, create water has a range of thirty or so feet, so up to two and up gallons. to two gallons of water per level. Well, so at, at your guys, that's eight gallons of water per casting. Oh yeah, we could put this out. That's uh, that is quite a lot of water. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, yeah. As far as I can tell, I mean, it, it has a, a range on it. So, and I don't. I'm so not immediately seeing that it has to be <laughs> in a container. Did I prepare that this morning? I did. 
Excellent. Yeah, it I don't just says what as small. It can be created <laughs> in an area as a, as small as will actually contain the liquid, or in an area three times as large, possibly creating oh. a downpour or filling many small receptacles. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nayari tries to help and cast create water too, but all she knows is burning hands, and so no. she just <laughs> <laughs> she makes yeah, it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I, I thought I could do that too. <laughs> I forgot. I have spells for today too that I didn't use. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So with yeah. you guys having create water prepared and eight gallons per casting and all of that fun stuff, yeah, one by one you can go around and and uh, put out these fires. And it does take a little bit of time because of the accelerant. So like you'll put water on it and it'll stop burning and then it'll kind of catch again, kind of like oil and whatnot. Uh, but over time, you're able to put out these fires. Maybe you carve off the parts of the tree that have oil on them and and you are actually quite quite quickly able to put out this forest fire. The combat took so short a time that things didn't really spread all that much. Yeah, we did yeah. it. We're Ooh. heroes. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay, I also loved that combat because I was going into this week really worried about Aiden going around before everyone of him just getting pounced with like 27 attacks. But uh, the way it worked out, I lucked out with my first shot thanks to Sarah and the the bracers that you gave me those both would have missed oh, on my screen I'm not over there so you're going the opposite of direction <laughs> of where I am Sarah or wherever you may be um, but yeah that was that was awesome and then Oren and Theros and Volus and Niari yeah <laughs> yeah it was a great combat I really you're, enjoyed you, it I was so effective played you played it really, really. well Glad I just wasted my rounds of rage and oh, you played it really well in character, which I appreciated. And I don't think it was actually unwise to rush in. I think that was actually important because you took out a ranged combatant that would otherwise be firing into combat and kept them busy. So even though you didn't deal damage, I do think you did a great job, and I had a lot of fun with that. That's cool. I agree. Well, you guys have successfully put out these fires and and dispatched this goblin hobgoblin patrol. Was I there believe... any, sorry, was there any like potions or anything on them that would be yeah, important? Yeah, we, we them. these guys. Let me check to see what they had on there. I uh, don't care as much about weapons or armor unless it's a plus one battle axe, but... Um... Yeah, the, the goblins, they didn't have anything useful on them. Okay. They had... I'm looking at their gear. Yeah, they had short bow shorts they didn't even have any masterwork stuff on them nothing nothing of value on the goblins the generic hobgoblins they didn't have anything super interesting either the wolf obviously didn't have anything interesting darn the heavily armored dude he did have two alchemist fires oh great an anti-plague and three scent cloaks oh we we already have some of those what is a scent cloak will mask your scent while you're traveling, right? Yeah. Presumably, I'd have to look up the item. I think it's yeah. Uh, I actually had... thought it was a cloak, but it's it's an alchemical yeah. thing. He also has some other like mundane, just generic stuff like um, crowbar, provision points, which we're not tracking anymore. Signal whistle, <laughs> rope. You know what's funny? Guess who just bought a crowbar from Nami? No, I, that's, why I, that's, why I, that's why I mentioned it when I saw it in this list here. I was like, ooh, crowbar. I um, 
Then it rounded out my mundane gear, and one of that included a crowbar. Also, Jace, uh, I've been hand-waving a little bit the archery stuff since we've been constantly fighting archers, and you haven't explicitly said how much, but I just kind of... If I fought archers, I top up how many arrows I used, basically, so that I don't lose any. Yeah, I think most of the creatures you've fought have had arrows. Most if of the don't... archers, most of the archers you've fought have actually escaped. But right, I think most of the melees also have options for ranged. Although a lot of them are bolts. Right, but if we didn't fight an archer in that combat, then I've then I haven't replenished it. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically the goblins had arrows, and apparently arrows don't have sizes for some reason. So they I think don't. you're probably fine. Yeah. It was one okay, of those so, things that made more sense to keep track of earlier in the campaign than it does now, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I moved you guys back over to the hex map here. I believe that was your last hex of movement, getting onto that particular yeah. hex. Yeah. And so where is Ilika and Reina? 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 Reina is with us. Reina, yes. So Ilika and Reina, they were not too far behind you. I kind of picture it as when you guys stayed behind and Aiden scouted ahead a couple feet. Since you were only like maybe 60 or so feet away from each other, you guys had Ilika and Reina just kind of stay huddled by one of the trees, maybe in some bushes, so that you guys could run ahead and then come back. So they are still there when you guys get back and you're able to get them and and they're fine. No, nothing to worry about there. Great. So yeah, we uh, set up camp, um, I think, hunt for any food for the evening or whatever basic camp stuff we haven't done. Yep. And I mean, technically, they had some provision points on them. I mean, we're yeah. not tracking them, but they would have had stuff on them if you... So you don't even really need to hunt. No. And I don't have any um, role play moments that I need tonight, unless somebody wanted to do something. Okay. No. Nope. Okay. Awesome. Then you guys set up camp uh, in this general area, and you guys take your watches and all of that. Nothing seems to happen. It's pretty quiet this night. Now that you guys have dispatched the uh, the hobgoblins there, the fire might have scared off most of the wild wildlife for the time being, at least. So, pretty quiet. You guys wake up the next morning, and you're in this southern wood here, uh, which is the wood that, as far as you're aware, is rumored, according to the children and, and whatnot. It's rumored that some of the escapees of Feindar might have come down into this small wooded area to hide out. But you're not 100% sure if they're still alive or if they even really came in this direction. But you have the whole day in, in front of you. You know that the ritual that you want to do at the shrine is going to be... Uh, you have to be there at the nighttime. So you have 20 hexes of movement to explore and get there. Mm-hmm. What do you guys want to do? Um. Hmm. So, going straight line, there what four hexes? If we went just straight into this unexplored, just if so you I were gather. to do a path from where you are right now straight over there, I think it's only nine hexes. Oh yeah, no, that's why I'm not counting the stuff over here because I'm thinking like if we explored in this, a- oops, in this area first, I just want to know what like is this four? So this would be eight hexes in a straight line. Yeah, from the furthest hex you have explored, you could get from that hex to the shrine with a movement of four hexes. Well, 
five. Technically, technically five to get onto the shrine. Oh. So we have right, fif- okay. 15 yeah. of movement to play with, and we have to end here. Well, no, yeah, because these are nearby. double, aren't they? No, because these are the planes. The planes are super fast movement. Oh, okay. You don't have to worry. You can actually see several hexes away from where you currently are. So there's almost no movement restrictions on the on the planes. The forest yeah, in here go, still would be too. Can we go down? Does let's it come go, out into planes down? Yeah, let's go here, I think, is my vote. So basically, let's let's establish game plan. I think that it's kind of one of those, well, now that we're here, let's see if we can't find any survivors, and then we'll go tonight to the Kelly Shrine kind of thing. As it's, long as we have the movement to make it tonight. Yep. We do. And so we, we end up being one short. If we don't find anyone, we don't find anyone. Okay, yeah, so which hex was it you wanted? Or... Do you all agree on the one that he pointed out there? The one to the south? I was thinking this one just because it's closer, but I guess it we have a, doesn't super matter. Yeah, we have a vote to the southeast and a vote to the southwest. I yeah. was thinking, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to roll for it. I would say, the way I see it, I'll just hedge my whole plan. I think we go here, go down one, go here, here, and then we would run out of movement, wouldn't we, to make it all the way? It would be, if the way you pointed out, it'd be 2, 4, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, well, 12, 13, 14, 15. You'd have plenty of movement. To my there. reasoning is if we come out of the planes, we may see over here if it's planes over here anyway. I don't know how big. Do does I didn't know how big the thing We asked this last time. Yeah, I think you, I because I said it was roughly two to three miles wide and five to six miles long. So this is five to six miles long. So so I'm thinking there's another hex of forest and then plains. And we see all the way down to the river. I don't know if it's going to go all the way to the river, but I do think that you're right. Um, But I think that this is more forest here. And so I kind of want to just look for any clues. Although, like I said, I don't feel strongly, so if you would rather go there, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Justin, thoughts? South. <laughs> West or east? West or east? This one? Okay, that's another vote to the east. Or, in, or yeah, Andrew, you have Volus you're voting for as well. So you can break the tie. Who <laughs> <laughs> wanted to the roll bear. for it? His double vote. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't recognize the the democratic authority of bears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll a one d one hundred. If it's fifty or lower, I go with Josh. If it's above fifty, we go with uh, Nayari's suggestion. Well, if you don't feel strongly, I've been outvoted, and that's fine too. I I don't yeah. know. I kind of. Uh, I kind of want to go Josh's way, but I could also see the merit in going, ah, man, I, let's go. I, I'm going to side with Josh, and, but that puts it at a That's tie. What disbanded the party. All right, guys. <laughs> see you later. Have a great night. Thanks for well, watching. We're, we're done. It's a little okay, so you guys split up. <laughs> no, we don't split up. <laughs> um, all right. So then we let the dice decide. And that's, yep. that's going here. Then. That's fun. Well, yep. how do you want to do it? Do you want to do a D100? Do you want to just do any die and do odds and evens? Mine says we go east. 
Like, oh. wait, you, should, you didn't even specify what, 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 <laughs> what feeds what or anything. No, but he said 51 and higher was siding with me. So I, I just rolled and I sided with me. <laughs> guys, 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 listen, here's what we're going to do. We'll do a D100, okay? Zero, <laughs> from 1 to 50, we side with Nayari. From 51 to 100, we side against Aiden. I don't see the problem. With <laughs> <laughs> yes. Guys, I'm going to roll a D2. One, we go here. Two, we go I there. don't care. Just go. Yeah, just okay. fine. Just do whatever the these? men want to do. Oh, then... don't you okay. dare. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah, I sided with you. No. I've now changed my mind. We're going west. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. Oh, I'm okay. Sick. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Jason's like, yes. <laughs> fight amongst like, yourselves. Just do it. For five minutes over whether to go left or right. But hey, I'm Rina and Ilika decide to go with Nayari. Oh, oh so. my gosh. You will not make this a battle of the sexes for no reason. Thank you. I feel wow. I feel I feel more comfortable now. I, I don't. Like... Do you know how close that is to Feyndar? They can see us, dude. No, they cannot see us. The woods, they, they can 100 percent see us. They can't <laughs> you see literally all of the hobgoblins and Feindar are lined up on the other side just staring at you. It's not They're even hobgoblins. They against targets on this side of the river. There's <laughs> stone giants that have formed. There's, there's yeah, storm giants storm are over giants. there. Storm giants. Oh, no. <laughs> Cloud there's, giants. There's a couple dragons. Alright, now let's do it. However, I would like to point out I would like to point out that from where you guys are at the edge of the forest there, you could probably see Feindar in the far distance, and you could see the tower at least. That's terrible. Uh, most of the rest is probably too far to really get discernible details, but the tower, you can see the tower. It's starting to take a different shape than it was before. It's looking a little bit bigger, and it looks like it's a bit far to notice, but I'd say, at least with Theros's, uh perception checks... Uh, you can see that it almost looks like little balconies are starting to form off the side of it. It's like it's it's morphing. Yikes. Like stone balconies? Yeah. I don't like that. I I don't like this mysterious like it's, castle. It's slowly becoming go. more than just a tower. Yeah. It's going to be a literal city by the time we get finished with this. So clearly we're going to go investigate it, right? Yeah, let's just I, go right now. I think that would... That's naturally what we're gonna do. Yeah. Can we see the bridge from here? Yeah, you, you could probably see the bridge. Yeah. Is probably it, can't obviously... see if Elwood's body's still hanging. Can we? Oh, we'll sneak no, over. That's probably too we'll far. Have, we'll have Orin stealth over the bridge say, and put the bomb on it. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. what, are you gonna go desecrate it, Sarah? If his body's still there, <laughs> she just starts hacking. <laughs> yeah, they might let you join them. <laughs> it's, it's so old, but it's been in like what nine days? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been almost two weeks. It's not well, no, I mean, yet. more yeah. than that. It's probably been feast for crows. Ha! Yeah, ha, that's the name of a book. Yes, it is. <laughs> feast for crows. Alright, let's do let's do what Sarah wants now, since she always is just advocating that we do what she wants. Let's no, I wanna go southwest now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. She's like, I wanna keep going southwest till we hit the river. Wait a minute. I disagree. I'm so sorry. Um, I think we go here. Oh, so now we're gonna do what you want again. I see how it is. Oh boy. Do you actually wanna go southwest? No, I don't. Yeah, okay. 
scared because I couldn't tell for half a second. <laughs> I was like, no, no, really. I, I kind of want to go southeast. I'm, I'm fine with southeast. I like that idea. I want to okay. see if that will open up the plains. Okay. Southeast it is. It's kind I'm... of terrifying because Jason can see like any icon. <gasps> mm. <laughs> That's a good icon, though. That's a good it icon. It could be, yeah. yeah. I That's don't know. Happy... That was, wasn't that the icon for York? Yes, yeah, but was. that was technically good. If it's York again, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. York. <laughs> I hope it's York. Thanks. So, you guys are exploring further into the forest here, and if you guys aren't entirely sure, basically, I think your image of this forest you'd have to tilt it like 45 degrees to get the distances the way that they should be it's not like it's a a horizontally oval forest that's oh, three by five that. miles it's uh, more like this if you can see my my picture it's okay. more tilted oh uh, that may have influenced yeah. my so i was decision. i was giving you guys the the width and the length but it's not like like it's tilted so gotcha. you can't look at it wow. straight on or anything. Well, that changes things for sure. But okay. But you guys continue exploring this forest here. And as you progress forward, you start to hear some murmuring in the distance. I feel right some, right. <laughs> some, some low murmuring in the distance as you follow these railroads I've placed for you. The illusion of um, choice has been shattered. And as you get a little bit closer, everybody roll perception checks. Okay. Only because you asked so nicely. The question for tonight, will Sarah roll above a 10? Find out. That's a survival check. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Darn. Okay. Okay. 16, though. Okay, so two of you rolled good perception checks there. And as you Warren guys get... and me again are just chatting in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Not to yep. mention that's a one for Warren. What's he doing? Like praying the Torah I go over there? <laughs> so Theros next sermon. <laughs> Theros and Aiden, you guys hear the murmuring and you kind of take a moment to focus on it and you're listening. It sounds like the voices of people speaking in common. And you can slowly make out some of the words. It's just it's just general general banter. There's there's nothing particularly interesting about what's being said, but they're kind of like morning greetings type of a thing. And you hear just general voices not too far off in the distance. What do you guys do? I'll let the others know uh, what we're hearing. Hmm, that's a good sign. Uh, just rolling over that survival, I was going to ask, and I didn't earlier. Um, did I notice any survivor or sign of life in this square? And I guess now we're moving into it. This square, um, like footsteps or anything, or do we just hear them further into the Fangwood? I would say you probably don't see too many tracks because, again, it it was raining yeah, the absolutely. the night before. So a lot of the tracks have been washed away. And from what you know, this group is very small. So if there were anybody walking around too far in this forest, it's probably just like one or two people going in pairs. So there's not a whole lot of tracks to pick up on. 
No, that's great, but we lucked out on hopefully finding them. So Theros, oh yeah, Aiden as well. We'll we'll let the party know that he hears voices ahead and it sounds like common. So uh, I think he'll just kind of keep walking um, and a little bit making their presence known. He's not like being stealthy or anything. Oh, I was trying to stealth, but I rolled an eight. Typical. He's not like shouting or making noise, but he's not uh, trying to sneak up on him. He no. yells out threats. It's like, Boy, we found you now. <laughs> we found you. He does his best hobgoblin impression. We found you now. His Molthuni accent comes out. <laughs> Holy cow, though. How does your voice do that, Jason? It just rips out my vocal cords for no reason. It doesn't do it well. <laughs> uh, Can we see before we're noticed what is making the voices? Yeah. Uh, with those stealth checks, you probably won't see before you're noticed. <laughs> you, you might see for sure. See but... before we approach. We actually yeah. rolled the same thing, but armor makes a big difference. <laughs> so as you guys approach this camp, I'll move you over to this this map here. This is what you see. Oh, that's... Oh, it's Frodo! It's Frodo! Except, knock off. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that to make sure that we didn't get flagged for copyright issues? Hey, hey, that's one of the kids! No, I don't trust him. I don't, like, kind of that guy's... <laughs> Why is that Mr. Bean as Frodo? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, stop! Wait. Yeah, that's, that's Mr. Bean. That's actually Ulrit. That's Ulrit! Ulrit, Ulrit! Yeah, Wait, seriously? So, <gasps> as you guys walk into this camp, oh, that's you see, it is. Oh you see a number. You see a number of people here, and a couple things. Right off the bat, you see that all of the people here look very malnourished, very sickly. They're all very weak, and you see that a number of them have actually been pretty severely wounded. One of them. Uh, probably so you guys are coming up from the south here we'll say so there's two people out on the southern side of the camp here and they both approach you and uh justin what does what does one of them say oh my god i feel so left out oh no (laughs) your first character died already mine hasn't yet (laughs) oi heaven By the way, I am going to try and do a Cockney accent for him. It may not go great. I'm still working on how Cockney speaks, but that's what I'm aiming for. I don't care. It'll be amazing. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, I gotta get. I gotta get its character. Gosh, dang it! All right, so he asks, "Who goes there?" Um. Oh my gosh. Wow, he looks. He looks intimidating. He looks Holy really God. fun, though. Yeah. Like, what yeah. a personality just from a picture. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Aiden will just say which very, which? very bluntly <laughs> We're a, a group of survivors from Feindar. And you? What a coincidence. We are, too. I'm, I'm ruining it. I can't do a cockney. <laughs> it's awful. No, you're great. I love it. <clears throat> and at this point 
you guys are starting to yell out to each other, all of the other people, all the rest of the people in this camp, they all kind of look in your direction, a little bit spooked, most of them. And some of them start coming over in your direction. There's this guy here. We'll show him. Ooh. And then... Look at those forearms. And then... Discount Frodo comes up and he walks up behind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rowan Atkinson is set to play Ulrich. <laughs> oh, what a fantastic character. Oh my gosh, Ulrich is so different in my head now. I love it. Adam is so, like an old I man. I mean, so Josh, do you remember when you made the comment about him being a ladies' man? <laughs> Yeah. Do you believe that anymore? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Mr. Bean is probably good with the checks. <laughs> yeah, and oh. um, yeah. So there's now four of these people walking up a little bit closer to you guys, and again, you can see that they all look wounded, malnourished, and you guys can see, or Oren especially can see with with his uh, high heel checks. Uh, he can tell that these people have been suffering from some level of disease. It looks like some of their wounds might be infected at this point. And there's some telltale signs of uh, the same disease that you guys encountered, filth fever, that's right. been going across this camp. But they've not been quite as fortunate as you guys have been. So these guys are very, very, very rough. And they're in, in bad, bad situation here. Looks like they probably ran out of provisions, given how malnourished they are. So they're they're definitely weak and and not looking very good as they as they come up to you. You're a monster, Sarah. <laughs> um, wow, this is amazing. Um, <clears throat> boy, you got any supplies? How long have you have you guys been out here? Hi, what's all the commotion about over here? Y'all having a party without me? Oi. <laughs> I can't even roleplay. I'm just so happy. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to think. Like... This guy here responds to Nayari. He says, We've been out here for... Oh, it's, it's probably been close to a week. It's, it's hard to keep track of the days anymore, but it's probably been about a week, maybe a bit more. Wait a minute, wouldn't Ulrich know of us if if we're to take anything of this what's been happening is canon so jason and i were talking about that and this would be like the stories that you're hearing hearing at the beginning are like a future telling of what's Uh, happened uh, in the past it's andrew's way of ensuring that his character survives for the entire campaign (laughs) (laughs) you can't kill off Ulrich. he has stories that he says (laughs) not armor <laughs> he can never die. Awesome. Okay. Um. Yes, we do have supplies. Uh, what is it that you need? We did bring some food with us, but we don't have quite enough to feed everyone. I'm afraid because we're also pretty far away from where we're staying. Um. So we want to make sure that we have enough to get back. But we ought to need food, love. We need medicine and and healing. Um, I, I have one vial of anti-plague. Yes, the ugly hobbit goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we're, we have, we're all like oh, really sick. That's all I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were told 
that you might be here. We actually came looking for you. We have a group of survivors who are living in some caves that are well fortified. We would love to take you there. So you mean to tell us you haven't fought off all the hobgoblins back in Fender yet, have you? Have you no. looked upon? Oh, God! I was worried Fender? I wouldn't have had <laughs> a part in it. And he's Ulrich's uh, looking a little weak, so he just kind of plops down next to the tent. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Let us introduce ourselves. Um, my name's Nayari. Um, we have companions Orin and Theros as well. Orin and Theros, would you like to join the conversation? There, why do you do this to them? <laughs> if you're going to play two PCs, you're going to have to play two PCs. Ulrich hobbles over to Nayari and like, gets down on one knee. He's like, oh, I've only heard tales of how beautiful the Kelids are. Might I say you are the fairest I've witnessed so far in my travels. I love hey, calm down, Tiny Toes. We just met him. Oh, you're just jealous I'm not flirting with you for once there, Frampton. Oh, it's a relief. And you, who might you be, strong lad? As he looks at Aiden. Ah, uh, my name is Aiden. Uh, who, are, who are you again? I did not catch your name. Oh, isn't it obvious? You, you had to have heard of me. Well, I'm Ulrich, the bard. Have I heard of Ulrich the Bard? Probably not. Given that heard you... Heard of you, bloody fool. <laughs> I doubt that... Uh... I doubt that... Well, well, here's a question. Has Ulrich been to past market festivals in Feindar? Um, I, I, would ass- I would say yes. Okay, um... so... If it I guess also there's helps, a chance. He has the campaign trait Unbreakable Survivor, uh, which gives him bonuses to influence residents because of his like reputation. Notoriety, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, in that case, since there's a, a trait that kind of touches on that, I'd say you, Aiden, have probably heard rumors. You've probably never met him, but you've heard of him. Maybe he's performed in the market festival on days when you weren't able to make it or something, and in the back of your head, you'd be like, oh, too bad I missed it that day, or something like that. Oh, I've heard of your tales. They say you're a great storyteller. Oh, you These are, uh, As Niari was saying, these are the rest of our companions. Seros uh, and Orin, and we have two others with us as well. You know what? I, I think I recognize you. Did you... Last year at the Market Festival, I feel like you tried Kyning's game that she had set up, but you'd only made the bell go up like two inches, if I recall. I think it was like a record low for the game. <laughs> that, that was you, wasn't it? It was It was a, a halfling of sorts, and your voice is very familiar. <laughs> oh, you must be misunderstanding. That was probably my cousin, Yosef. He often likes to travel with me. Oftentimes, my heroics and uh, stunning good looks, if I might add, often get me confused with him. But he's a bit of an imbecile, if I might say so myself. <laughs> oh, my God. I was in the family. Who says that? Sammy says, you're dead to me. I was like, is Yosef here? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. 
to can be get, on this deal at the same destroyed time. destroyed permanently? Can you play Yosef now? Can we have five PCs? That's not game breaking, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to also have to remember there's an extra layer of that. All of these words are being spoken by a highly malnourished and diseased halfling. So. Yes, right. <laughs> you might be um, considering I'm just delusional at this point. Yeah, so, so Aiden will ask, how many of you are there? You're looking around the camp, and you can actually see... Looks like most everybody is out and about at this point, because they have been spotted by others. There looks to be about... i got to count up how many there are. Four, eight, ten... There's a, there's a little over a dozen of them here. Oh. I thought you said four, eight, ten, Yeah, there's 11. so... Mechanically, four of them are commoners. There's four children aging from ranges uh, of age 10 to 16. There's an aristocrat amongst them. Two of them are warriors. So these guys oh, here... Oh, and then Ulrich and Frampton. Okay. Yeah, these two guys here are warriors. There's Ulrich and Frampton. And then this guy... So th- this guy here with the bow, he's telling you the numbers. Then he says, there's also one other, but she's injured. She's in one of the back tents. Uh, so there's 14 of us in total. 14. Uh, okay. Uh, it is not safe here in the southern Fainwood. It is way too close to Feindar. But I promise we have a place for you. I- if you would come with us. Oh, I would very much like to see this. Please, please lead the way. Uh, well. Actually, out of game. <laughs> what, are, what are we going to do? Maybe we handle it in-game. We actually have something that we have to do as well, though. How injured is the one woman you mentioned? Well, she broke out in a fever two days ago. She hasn't regained consciousness since. So, she's not looking great. She took, well, a couple days ago... We tried to move us all north. We wanted to go into the Fangwood proper, see if we could get further away from the hobgoblins, and as luck would have it, we ran into a patrol of hobgoblins. These two here, along with my companions, did our best to fight them off, but we lost a couple. Three of my group were felled by the hobgoblins. A couple of the townsfolk here didn't make it either. And as you can see, we all took some injuries, and she had the worst of it. We have lost two. We have someone with us that might be able to take a look. Rina, I don't know if you might be able to lend assistance, just to see how bad it is, if there's anything that you can do in the short term to make it better. I, I, I'll do everything that I can. I, I'll, I'll go in, I'll, I'll have a look. I, I don't know if there's anything I can do, but I... I mean, if it's just wounds, I can at least do some first aid, I suppose. It, uh, it sounds like they're pretty rough. I, I don't know if I'll be able to get them into position to move on their own, but maybe I can at least get them ready to travel. Yeah, if you could do that, that would be great. Uh, you'll excuse us. We have some things that we'll have to discuss amongst ourselves, but we will be joining you shortly, I think. And uh, he'll kind of, like, pull the the Feindar for aside as we kind of like discuss together kind of in hushed tones what we think we should do. Did you just call us the Feindar 4? Yeah. What about yeah, Volus? 
Oh, Hashtag Bane. rude. Again, Bane we don't recognize the, <laughs> you know, a the bear, autonomous yeah. nature of a bear. He has probably done more damage on enemies than any of us have. I agree, but it doesn't mean he gets, like, to be a, a voice in our group. Well, give it a few, give it a few levels. Right, <laughs> when he can start talking. Just wait until he... I'm really excited for that reveal because of how Nayari has been interacting with Volus up until he will one day learn to talk, I think, if I'm understanding it correctly. And that's going to be really cool. Well, with magic, anything's possible. Anything. You know what? I just noticed that we have a, a shadow in our party. <laughs> oh, don't mind me. I'm just trying to find some more uh, material for my songs and stories. Please, no mind me. Oi, Tiny Toes, get over here! I, I swear this one up here is jealous that I'm paying more attention to you now. Oh, he is one of those roguish types. Very charming, but not much for a story. Ulrit, we have many stories to share, but right now we need to discuss something in private. Oh, alright, I understand. I... He kind of wobbles a little bit because he's feeling really woozy and just the excitement just kind of rushed up to his head and he's now feeling, he's like, all right, I'll, I'll go take a seat over there or over I there. Appreciate, I appreciate you. But uh, you'll, you'll know where to find me if you need me. And he kind of smiles and, and he'll say, it's good to have someone in high spirits. And uh, he'll then turn to the party and we'll kind of say, Niari, I made you a promise that I would take you to that shrine. And that is what I intend to do. How do we deal with these people then? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we just got one group to safety and now it's all over again. He just quietly nods. We made a promise to Nayari first to help her save Ilika. There's no way we can go back on that. But if there's a way we can save both and do it quickly, surely there must be some way. I think that there might have been, but I worry. There are not as many of the people of Feindar, so we could probably move faster. But they are injured. And, and there's not children. He just nods. How much time uh, do we truly have? Do you have any idea, Nayori? Is it something that must be done tonight? I don't... I don't know for sure. This is all new to me as well. It... I don't even know if the vision is true. I mean, at the time, it seemed to be true, but... I mean, we could get there for all I know and do everything and... Maybe it was just one of Veld's tricks. Aiden will look Niari right in the eye and he'll say, Whether it is true or not, we will take you to the shrine. And then we will see. But I have faith in you. Orin's got zero skin in this game. <laughs> at all. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Do we expect danger at the shrine? Because if not, we could take them with us to that and let them maybe camp 
Uh, we can't explore anymore. There's no need. We found them. Well, my vision showed hobgoblins at the shrine. I don't know if that was an indication of the past, of the present, or the future, but part of me thinks that it's not going to be as easy as just showing up and saying a few words. Then I worry. They've been safe here for almost a week, a little over a week. Maybe they can last one more day on their own. Uh, well, who amongst us is the fastest? Perhaps one of us could lead the group back and the others could make their way to the shrine. Maybe take one of the backup characters. <laughs> yeah, the ones that are riddled sick. with dexterity yeah. and constitution damage. They both they both have yeah. they are both sick too. Yeah, so basically everybody in camp has had filth fever for a couple days now. Uh, the warriors as well as Ulrich and Frampton, the people who fought off the hobgoblin patrol, they have infected uh, injuries from the semi-rusted blades that they got hit with they have contracted a different disease as well so they're doubled up basically uh, and yeah. they have the penalties of not eating full provision points for a day or two now basically we're gonna have them. to carry them back <laughs> yeah. yeah so the only things that they have lost are dexterity or constitution damage so technically they can still walk on their own they're very clumsy. They tend to fall over themselves a little bit because they don't have full balance. But otherwise, they can at least move on their own. So that that much isn't... They, they still have all their strength and whatnot. So they're not totally inhibited. I, I didn't will say. Maybe... <clears throat> did the, the one leader that we were talking to, did he reveal his name at all? He could have introduced himself. His name is Braum. I wonder. Uh, maybe Braum can cover their tracks and if they move north we could meet them after we visit the shrine I don't know about the plan but I I made a promise or it's as you said Aiden just waiting one more day I don't think that's going to be a deadly situation for any of them if they can wait I think but a night I think you are underestimating our GM and his ruthlessness in this game. The gods do not be kind, let alone the one known as Jason. <laughs> <laughs> What's he gonna do? Kill our backup characters? Oh wow! Well, we don't have a backup him. character. He is, known. he is known as the sixth spawn of Rovagug. <laughs> I, I know you all made promises, but. If we leave them and come back and something has happened, I don't know if I could live with myself for that. Niari, then I will do this. I will follow you. And you will make my decisions for these two days. That's a really terrible idea because Sarah doesn't make this. <laughs> decisions um that hurts him too by the way he hates but it is next right. combat Nayari's like hey Aiden you go charge in there <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is best 
Maybe, maybe I should take Ilka and go to the shrine by myself, and no. the rest of you can take them back. Uh, Niari, I will not allow that. Well, <laughs> realizing he's trapped. Niari, I do not think that that is wise. Just like you told me earlier, when we were finding Sir Dehutwa, I would have died if I had fought that scout alone. There is strength in numbers still. Well, maybe we should ask them what they want to do. We've kept secrets from people before and it burned us. So I think we should be honest in our intentions and give them the choice. If they we want won't... to follow us, then let it be so. But if they wish to stay and wait for our return, then maybe I can at least have that off my conscience. Then we will tell them everything. Okay. I mean, maybe not everything. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, all right, let me get comfortable. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> we got nine days worth of content to go over here. Yeah. Yeah, all right. If you, could, if you could start queuing up the uh, raw, <laughs> the unedited raw footage <laughs> that we just watched through all 13 sessions right now before we continue. It all started one day in the Market Festival back in Fandor. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, obviously it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but as contextualizing as he can he'll explain our party's plight and that we've made a promise to one of our party members and that we we have to go to this shrine and we have to take care of something to revive someone very important to her and so you know we want to take care of you too but we're stuck and you'll have to make your own decision whether you come with us wait for us to come back or act however you wish but we will come back for you no matter what you decide <laughs> I did you misunderstand our situation we are not mere survivor <laughs> survivors here we are heroes just as you are and we can manage to wait another day for us to, for you to lead oh, excuse me and Must he kind of like catches Ulrich and he's like going to fall and like helps him oh, stay up. Oh, such up. strong arms. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we can wait another day. You go do what you need to do and bring back stories of your adventures. On one condition, when I am fully back to my myself, you allow me to join you on your adventures, eh? Deep sigh. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> so picturing in my mind how Aiden was just like, hey, you see this girl over here? We have to go revive her. Yeah, I know she looks alive, but she's not <laughs> alive. <laughs> so we have to go to this shrine and do this barbarian thing. Like, we'll be back. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Obviously. We learned it from an old lady who smoked <laughs> cigarettes until she was, <laughs> she was like five. Um, she blew some smoke in, in the barbarian's <laughs> face. I think it was tobacco. Um, but I guess it could have been something and else. And it basically told that. What told her? What, Niari? Wait a minute. <laughs> Were you high? <laughs> so you finish your very colorful and interesting tale, and Ulrich responds, and Bron kind of raises an eyebrow, and he's like, "Well, if you say so." Um, I'm not too keen on 
on staying here any longer than we have to, but if you've got something you must do, then I guess there's no help in it. I have half a mind to pick up here and follow after you, but out in the plains we'd be too exposed, so... Well, if, you're, we... if you're certain that you can make it back, then I guess we can hold out another day. Though if you have any provisions, that would be much appreciated. We're running rather dry here. So we have some from the fight before. Can we check the hex map real quick? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Your word is law, so... Um, so you have spent four hexes, so you have 16 hexes left. We live so far north. Yeah. It took us how many sessions to get there? <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. Four to get there. Jason's like, I don't want you moving into book two just yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stay in book one forever. Forever. And then six to get there. Level 15 in book one. <laughs> and then Still how fighting long? hobgoblins. <laughs> <laughs> how long did you stay to get to the shrine from there? So going the route that you are pointing out, it would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven more hexes. So you'd have five left afterwards, assuming you didn't all die. Then again, actually, you do have to stay there the night, so that extra that, hexes don't help. Correct. Well, and then if we went, that'd be one, that'd be six, seven to there, and then that's just too exposed is the problem. We don't want to be exposed. Yeah, I guess I would caution them or tell them just to move. Can we set them to there? Let's see. Let's count that out. Because we know about that. We were there before. No. Up to... So that's four. And then how, how how many to the next bit of woods, the tiny woods? I would say so Braun probably wouldn't feel comfortable taking them through that open area alone because no, the last we, time they tried to do that they ran into a patrol and it didn't mm. end well for them right but if we can so, escort them is there one or two spaces between where I am and that black square two so it would be okay. one two three four five six seven eight to end on that square eight Ten. send them to where we had cleared out the thing there that would remember. be nine but just send them that way so we have eight still. And then if we came down here, could we make it to the shrine? Probably not. Because we've already used four. For those of you listening to the podcast, don't worry. We'll we'll be back to the regularly scheduled programming after we have the forest. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sure this is terrible listening. But yeah. But then from there, do we have enough to make it to the shrine? I think you have. So you've taken four. So if we include those, so four... 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. You actually have enough movement to escort them fully to the Ranger Redoubt and make it to the Shrine. Awesome. Just, nice. just by the end. Awesome. So we, because we know about the Redoubt and we, yeah, we, stay you know there for, we stay there for a night. Yeah. So let's do that. That's my vote. Sounds good to me. If, if, they, if you'll allow that, Chase, if we can take them to the Redoubt. Yeah, uh, if you're telling him about that, he kind of nods and he says, yeah, actually that would that would probably do pretty well. It would be nice to have 
even even just a small place have some kind of roof over our heads and explain that we have provision points too and uh oh you have provision points thank goodness (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, i forgot i forgot that that wasn't out of game knowledge that was the international standard of uh measurement of food we'll make uh yeah our five foot steps to get there (laughs) Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once field ma- fear, field marshal uh, Gavirk took over uh, the as the his position in Nirmathos, Nirma he made sure that everybody had a standardized measurement setting. system yep. of measurement yep. regarding yep. Uh, war fi- war thing. So yep. that's why. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Check canon out. now. I'm accepting that as canon. <laughs> um, yeah. So in character, how many provision points did we find? Uh, I think you had there was four on the one guy. I think the normal hobgoblins also had two each. So oh, I, I didn't mark that down. I didn't mention it because we weren't oh. keeping track of provision points. I oh, was just so letting you know. Right, but we did pick them up. Yeah. So there's probably enough that you could give everybody half a provision point, at least, which is more than they have now. Um, okay. Well, if there was four and two on each of them, yeah, that'd yeah. be eight. That'd be eight. So yeah, we could give them half. Yep. Perfect. And we'll, so, yeah, we have eight provision points, and I think Rena would be willing to travel with you and, and heal some of your sick best as she can. We if will take you to the readout. If that's what you guys want me to do, I can I can do that. I, I don't know if you're taking Ilika. I don't. Do you want me to go with these people here, or do you want me to stay and watch over Ilika? Uh, he'll look to Nayari. I mean, the whole reason why she came was to stay with Ilika, so it kind of defeats uh, the point of why she even came. That's true, because when we go to the shrine, we're going to want to go ahead. Yeah. Well, all right, then we'll just we'll just have her stay with us, and we'll yeah. deal with that later. Just so you know, I, I finished the first aid on the on the wounded one in the tent there. She's she's not looking good, but I think I've patched her up enough that she'll at least survive a bit of a bit of a, a travel might have to put her on a cart and kind of drag her behind because there's no way she's going to be walking on her own mm-hmm. okay all right uh, get ready to move uh, we will take you there and uh that's what we'll do okay i think that, I think that game plan works yeah and- so you guys go over that plan and they all excuse me they all gather what meager items they have at their disposal and they take a cart that they have with them and they place the wounded uh, woman that they had mentioned before on the cart and then Bron Bron and the other guy actually go over and they both pull the cart together because they're not strong enough to do it on them on on their own so you see them pulling the cart along as you guys continue. And uh, Ulrit, I don't mind sharing a story or two. They are not happy tales, though, I'm sorry to say. That's all right. How else shall we remember those we have lost if not for their tales? But you will have to brighten my spirits when we make it back. That is my deal. Oh, don't worry. I have quite a many story to weave for you. All right. We should be going then. And uh, okay. we also will do. 
yeah, you guys make it up there and you're a little careful once you get to that open area, but luckily you don't actually see anybody. You're you're able to make it across that opening of the plains and get to the ranger readout without running amok of any of the Iron Fang Legion. Oh boy. So they make it there just Revealing fine. They can't text. all fit in the readout, but it's it's good enough for a, a night at least. And yeah, I need to reveal that last hex there. I think uh, Ida Adam- has t- taken a bit of a liking to Ulrich as a person because normally most people do not treat him so kindly upon first interactions. Aiden <laughs> <laughs> and first impressions normally don't go over very well, so. It's both of their punchable faces. I was just going to say that. I was like, it's because both of them have very punchable faces. <laughs> like my brother. Yeah. It's a bond. It's a bond yeah. that goes deeper than blood. It's literally just like Aiden, but in a mini version. Well, right? it has this false sense of like, he thinks he's absolutely like stunning. And oh, everybody oh, else yeah. thinks he's gorgeous too. So his sense of beauty is completely skewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because at first I was like feeling very defensive and protective of Niari, though actually. That was pretty funny. But uh, the other guy stepped in, though, too. Oh, and man. after you guys drop them off, you're heading straight over to the shrine? Yeah. Can you just like put a, uh, a trail for me so I know which one of these hexes to to reveal? Because oh. I'm going to be hexing, I'm going to be revealing two hexes, give or take from whatever trail you pick, so I just wanted to have a line to reference. What, what guys do you guys think? Like, down two over one in there, or down this way? Well... Oh, my. Well, That'll do. Well, hang on. <laughs> I, holy cow. Holy cow. First of all, we can't go through there. Well, we could go through there. It's the same amount of movement, isn't it? Yeah, it would functionally be the same as going around it. Yeah, yeah so do so that one. Do a straight line, then, yeah. <laughs> That one, and then this one. I don't know where the hexes go after that. Or, this one, or and guys, then... hear me out. We murdered those goblins really easy. We could just go murder that goblinville. He, he, we it... only have a certain amount of time to get here. <laughs> no, no, no. When since when did Orin become so bloodthirsty? <laughs> he hates goblins. Yeah, always. He's gonna goblins. take a level in barbarian. Yeah, yeah right. We went over this celestial goblins. rage. <laughs> oh yeah. Which we determined is actually just smite, but it's okay. just smite apparently. Um, yeah, I guess whatever the the fastest route is, just I guess a straight line. Yeah, the furthest distance between two points is a line. I learned that in geometry. <laughs> okay, geometry. I'm That's about important. to finish up on the polygon reveal here. I'm revealing a whole bunch of these hexes here. That's so. your oh, weekly reminder to support STEM programs for the youth. Whoa! There's a giant compass! <laughs> oh my gosh, this is huge! Who made this? Aliens? Oh it's God. like those... It's what, are, circles. <laughs> what are those? The, the, the Nazca lines? Nazca? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. Ancient yeah. aliens! Oh my God! Wait, so I need they, to mess my the hair Hellids, up. It was... The Kellids were known for carving <laughs> massive oh, compasses. Do... I could probably do it better than you. Me, yeah, I don't have long it. enough hair. Yeah, can you mess up your hair and be like, ancient aliens? It was the excavator <laughs> who did it. Aliens. <laughs> and just because it's bothering me I'm going to reveal this last one I was going to say please please make that go (laughs) 
worth it. They they the- scouted that area while they were <laughs> hanging out. He's stuck and she's frozen. I'm not frozen. I love it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Holding so still. Yeah, I become invisible if I stay in there. Incredible stuff. <laughs> Do these ones up here too, just so it's a nice calm. Okay. Oh, there we go. So, oh, oh, beautiful. You guys make it down there to the shrine. Okay, I I'm sorry, but I have to take a quick restroom break before we get into this. That's it's fine. We'll right. continue I'm without gonna... Nari. Okay, so yeah. good. Well, well Horn's gonna try and well, provoke happening. through the ritual. Well, we're all on our way down there. Theros is just kind of like lean into Aiden and 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 Orin. If Nari tries to do anything. Um, crazy like she did in the caves. Are we all in agreement? We'll tackle her and stop her. <laughs> I... What if she goes big? I have a new plan these days, Theros. I will follow Niari. And I will make myself strong enough that no matter what she does, she'll be safe. Oh, I was going out of character. I was just, it was more meta joke character role play. Uh, Theros wouldn't have actually said that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hayden thinks he hears Theros say. Forget you heard any of that because he wouldn't have said it then. Maybe Theros would have said something along those lines, just not not that. Not in that exact exact way. So we'll just say that that happened. Yes. Correct. So you guys are continuing towards the shrine and you just have enough movement to get there. I was the last text of movement actually put you right on the, the shrine there. That's amazing. And, which is good because you needed to get there at the night and it's just about to get to night by the time you arrive. But about several, like half a mile out of the shrine, you can actually see it in the distance. There's this very, very large, what looks to be like a burial mound, like an ancient burial mound. And at the peak, the apex of this mound, there is a column of stone that goes a good 20 or 25 feet into the air. It's just like a tower of stone. And in this this circular, smooth rock, there's actually three smooth circles that are inside of it. And you can actually hear from a distance as the wind blows, it creates this weird whistling noise through the rock. Oh. And you can hear it from this far out. Oh, like like a, oh, not like yeah. a howling wind, but like a like a tune, like a song, like a note. Can I? It it, it wouldn't be quite like that. No, it, it is mostly like wind, but it it almost, depending on on if you weren't expecting it, you could almost think that it's like the howling of a wolf, but it's most likely oh. just the wind coming through these these uh, holes in the stone, gotcha. and you can actually see a strange dark aura emitting from that area and as you get closer this aura you can see it coalescing it's almost like it's spiraling around this stone column and then into the air and as you get a lot closer you can start to hear chanting out in the distance goblinoid chanting it's like this rhythmic kind of uh, ritual that's being chanted over the mound and do I understand it? you would understand the words but not the meaning it's you well you would know that it is some sort of ritual some sort of prayer you probably actually i'll give you a knowledge religion go ahead and roll a knowledge religion 
Can I as well? I speak religion. You are. You speak religion. Yeah, dude. A benevolent sixth demon. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aiden, I'll let you roll because he can translate it to you, and it's mostly the meaning that we're looking for here. Awesome. That's a pretty good roll, though. A twenty-one. Yeah. That's an eighteen. Not bad. Yeah. Either. So actually, both of you, as Orin hears this in the distance, and he's translating it to Aiden, and Aiden is hearing this. You guys know that this is a a prayer to the deity Hadragash. Hmm. Sounds like a nice guy. I wonder why Nolan talked about Give me some info. No idea who that is. So Hadragash Hadragash is uh, one of the four goblin hero gods. He is a deity that most goblinoids uh, worship. And you would probably you probably wouldn't know too much about him, but you'd know that the goblinoids worship him and three other. They are all Bargas, uh, these hero gods who are said to have been created by uh, Lamashu herself. Oh, okay. And they are, as you might expect, by uh, deities of hobgoblins. They are distinctly evil deities. For those at home as well who don't know, Lamashtu is the the mother of monsters, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. She is the mother of monsters, and she created these four goblin hero gods. And Hadragash is one of them. He is worshipped by by a lot of goblins and hobgoblins. And this and is you, chanting we hear. Yeah, you hear this rhythmic ritualistic chanting, this prayer to Hadragash, that is almost certainly some sort of defilement of this probably right. sacred site. That was my thought. Can we tell how many goblins there would be? Guesstimate. From this distance, you aren't 100% sure how many of them there are. You go ahead and roll perception checks. Sure. At this point, I'll move you to the map. Yeah. Uh, side note, out of character. Man, sometimes, Jace, when you use cool, big, or obscure words, I just oh, love it. The <laughs> apex of the mound. Like, who says that in real life ever? I love All it. the cool kids say that. <laughs> Whoa, this is a cool map. Whoa. This is a cool map. Holy I know. God, I'm, I'm, to... I'm rather fond of it myself. I'm going to have to zoom out and take a good look. Oh, man. A lot of choke points. Don't love that. What are, are these? Those tombstones? Yeah. Yes. How so far as you guys approach, you can actually... This? Yeah, so I'll describe this as you guys get close here. So this mound is... Well, I don't know the exact dimensions here. Let me measure it out because I'm curious as well. Uh, this like mound is roughly 100 feet in diameter this circular mound and it goes about 30 feet into the air and then at the top of that is the 20 to 25 foot column so this mound is pretty massive and you can see that there are kind of three tiers of tombstones that kind of circle the the mound so there's one at the near the base then there's one halfway up and then there's one that's right around the column at the very top and there are two staircases that kind of lead up to the first trail that kind of loops around this this mound and you can see to the left not just out in the open on one of these trails is a hobgoblin another heavily armored one and you can just see at the top of this mound given the curvature three other hobgoblins up there that one of them seems to be the one doing the chanting and the other two are just kind of standing behind him.
Thank you for coming along with us on this adventure through Near Mythos. We are having so much fun and would love to have you join us live on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mildly Heroic. See you next time. Bye.